Welcome back to the NFT Talks podcast. Today, I'm here with two amazing guests uh, from the company called I've got Sergis and I've got Nibby. And Altern is a movement application and it introduced wellness ecosystem to the NFT space, which is amazing, which is great to see. Uh, so there's so much to talk about. But before we get into that, welcome guys. Hi, Sean. Thanks for the opportunity. Happy to be here. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you, thank you for coming on. I know I spoke to you guys um, probably, probably to a few months ago now when we first would be coming in contact with each other. Uh, and obviously you guys have been working hard and building, which is a great thing to do in the web free space. It's not all about talking about all the amazing things we can do. It's about actually building the platforms and able to make these things happen. That's what you guys have been focusing on. Uh, but how's that been for you so far, the whole building process uh, to get this, this platform up? Yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. Like uh, uh, before, before like jumping into uh, how how the the building of the platform is going. Let me give you a little bit of background. So we are a Web two company transitioning to Web three, and uh, our uh, in a mission to on a mission to help people to sit less and move more. And uh, we added a gamification layer on our proof of work technology that, that, that is the most accurate activity tracking technology out there in the market. So uh, we started in May, uh, actually started talking with the community in April, but we launched in May. We did two small campaigns on Ethereum and uh, Binance chain. Now we have around 30 active users, uh, vibrant community with 800 people in Discord. Uh, and we are preparing for the next Mint on Solana that, that will be on September 15th. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, so, so, okay. so far, so far we, we, we have been receiving really great feedback, people buying iPhones to join the project. And yeah, it's it's crazy. We 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 love this vibe scene Web three. Yeah, it's it is amazing. And even to go further back from that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You, you guys are from a company, the Web two company called it is it Embry Embry Tech? Is that the tech company, Web two company? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 we created Embry Tech is has built this uh, smart insoles that calls into your shoe and helps people to uh, track almost every physical activity they do. And on top of that, now we are creating modern, which is um, move to earn a most sustainable move to earn economy. Actually, modern is a product of Embritech. Embritech is a like receipt-backed variable technology startup. Uh, we have a mission to encourage people to lead healthier and self-confident lives. And uh, Motern was born as a result of like four years research, like thousands of trials and failures in searching most effective method to incentivize people to move more. Uh, so we came up uh, with, with the Motern. One thing I love about, so before we get into one thing, I'm just hearing you guys speak about it, is that you spoke about where we're aiming to get people to move. So instantly I'm thinking customer focus first, technology second. Um, so you focus on what you want to do, and then you build the technology to do that. Whereas you're not, you haven't entered the space to say that we're trying to make as much money as possible with these tech because because that's what we're getting a lot uh, with, with these platforms out there. Just how much money can we make? Can we be the first to market, and so on? Whereas it's good to hear that you guys have been building for the last four years, and this came along. I mean, was this planned that you're going to use blockchain technology to uh, introduce this, product, or was it something that? You heard about it you thought this just makes complete sense uh okay so uh uh so generally uh we we utilize every technology to accomplish our mission and web3 is not an exception so blockchain is not an exception uh frankly speaking at the beginning uh, four years ago we didn't even thought about like utilizing blockchain technologies so uh, we invested one million in R&D to just create a technology that, that precisely detects what physical activity is user doing. And it is now uncheatable, high precision physical activity tracking device. 
And then when we were uh, looking for uh, looking for ways to incentivize people to use the pro to use uh, tracking technology more, to uh, to to move more and be aware, uh, we came across to Web three. And this play to earn category was uh, booming. And then afterwards, the subcategory of move to earn, we saw that uh, a lot of a lot of products out there actually forming habit 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 changing where they have habit changing experiences but um we we saw two major problems there that competitors are failing in uh, in the move to your own category so the first one is the when you claim that i'm tracking i'm going to reward something um, then it comes uh, question comes like how are you going to track and make sure that people actually perform the activity that you are claiming to reward how are you going to keep the fairness someone is not cheating or exploiting the opportunity right and uh, and here our technology comes first compared to our other wearables other wearables had uh, had a problem set that uh, assuming we know that user, what is it that user doing, and we want to quantify it. But in our case, we say we are going to detect what the user is doing automatically and reward them for that. Right. So, so that's the main difference. And and we don't use we GPS data. Uh, user privacy is very important to us, so people can do any activity anywhere and get rewarded and don't care about like user privacy and so on. Like don't think about that because we don't track any of the location data. And, and the second question is that, how are we going to make it sustainable, right? So uh, if it's like uh, dependent on the uh, new users coming on and buying NFTs, then it's some, someday we, uh, they reach plateau of newcomers and the uh, ecosy whole ecosystem fails. In our case, we are, um, so we know the space very well. We are coming from wellness and technology, and we, we, we have a lot of connections in uh, our general uh, wellness community uh, and, and, and uh, consumer, consumer companies, especially the shoes. Uh, so, uh, so our plan is to, uh, so first of all, selling NFTs is not a crowdfunding for us. So we are a venture-backed company. We know what we do. We are building with our milestones. So uh, no, uh, no mint uh, campaign uh, we, will be a major issue if that fails or something else. Like uh, we, we, we do our, our job. So we are well-funded. We do our job, right? Uh, uh, launching NFTs is more uh, go-to-market strategy, and also uh, we had to uh, introduce a new category of NFTs, which we call connected tangible NFTs. Uh, so uh, the the concept is that uh, you 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 get an NFT uh, that gives you access to the app. Once you reach certain level, you are able to connect, uh, receive uh, Embry Smart Insoles and connect to your NFT. And uh, you start earning another token, which, uh, which is based on reliable technology. And the long, with long-term, we are going to onboard partners who are filling the, filling the rewarding pool because they are benefiting from people being more physically active. Right, okay. There's a lot, of, a lot of things you covered on there, but all important. Uh, but I'd like, I want to, because for the listeners too, there's a lot of people that listen to NFT Talks podcasts and they're quite new to the space, especially this whole concept of move to earn. Like, Neri, if you, I'd love you, love you to explain, like, what, what is that? What is move to earn? Like, uh, yeah, for anyone that is new to the space or hasn't really come across this, it's, it's a new word. This whole play to earn, move to earn is, is a real cause word within the space. But what does it actually mean? Actually, uh, move to earn movement, we can call it movement, uh, started with the concept of paying uh, or rewarding people with uh, tokens, with crypto, uh, with something uh, that will incentivize them uh, for move more. So um, 
it, it's kind of it's not a play to earn uh, because it has that component in real life, which is like movement. People should move to earn tokens, but we realize that something is kind of wrong with the concept because like something needs to be fixed. Uh, because uh, there are move term projects, like most of them, they are just using move as one of the activities that people can do inside the game. Uh, but now we are uh, we are really uh, curious about movement, and we want our users really move. So uh, you can earn that reliable tokens uh, with Embry Smart Insoles only by doing physical activity. So um, this kind of fixes the whole concept of move to earn, and uh, and maybe uh, yeah, this will be the change that uh, will save the move to earn uh, movement. Yeah, so I mean, when I when I think of move to earn, the way you explain it, then the first thing that comes to mind to me when I first came across that would be uh, playing games like Nintendo Wii when you play the tennis and sort of like that when you that that kind of thing, and then we had the, the smart watches with. Uh, when you walk, it takes you steps. So now we're growing. Um, we're looking at, with the tech that you got. You guys are creating insole technology, putting this within your footwear, and it's going to be able to monitor that your movement. Now, there's different kind of movements you can do within when you're when you've got footwear on. They could be jogging. They could be football. They could be walking. So, is there any way they, that that technology could define that and you get rewarded more if you run or do you get rewarded is it you get rewarded less if you walk like uh, <laughs> so i'd like to hear that side of it absolutely you you are you are uh, you are revealing our roadmap right now <laughs> okay so <laughs> so yeah so uh, as i mentioned we are able with this technology our uncheatable technology non gps technology we are able to detect almost every physical activity you do using your feet. Mm -hmm. So being that biking, jog, jogging, running, playing anything, uh, climb, even climbing or whatever. So uh, right now, uh, the, the beta version of the app uh, rewards only for walking and running, and they have the same co co coefficient. But what is interesting with new launch, we are introducing new way of rewarding, which is like um, uh, imagine uh, like the first steps, first thousand, two thousand steps, you get less rewarded. But if you keep doing more thousand steps, every thousand steps uh, gives you more rewards than the previous thousand steps. And once you reach fifteen thousand. Then it starts declining again up to 30,000. And after 30,000, you are not rewarded. Right. So it's like we are encouraging people to move more at the same time, discouraging overdoing. Okay. All right. Okay. And how and who defines what is overdoing? Because there's different levels of fitness. Like my, my, my mother, my mother-in-law, she walks a lot, but then if somebody plays sports a lot, then they may just naturally do a lot more and is that going to be unfair for them to be like okay incentivized to do it so we are following the guidelines of uh, world health organization okay so they have minimum amount of physical activity for people uh, to to consider themselves like minimum physically healthy yeah so that's the that that's why at the beginning we have like if you do less uh, uh, and then more, then it grows, the rewarding grows. And at the same time, sport is not like doing professional sports is not healthy either. Okay. All professional athletes have health issues, right? True, true. It's, it's like you, you push out uh, of yourself, you stress your body. We don't want people to stress their body. We are not for professional athletes. We are for general population, for people like us, like you, who have sedentary jobs, who are creators, uh, traders, NFT traders, uh, developers, designers, uh, like people who have like 80% of the jobs today yeah. require sedentary lifestyle. 
and not not all of uh, all, all people are athletes right or only small uh, percentage of uh, population are athletes right and you don't have to be an athlete to be to to have a physically active lifestyle yeah okay fair enough good answer <laughs> you got you got your way around that but yeah i just I wanted to ask because i think so generally it's for the joe blogs anyone that just wants to be healthy to a certain extent uh keep active is there any age requirement on there uh, in regards to the people that can use it? Because uh, obviously we've got kids and so on. So are, are you, have you got a target audience that you're aiming at that specifically and age range? Uh, Nana, would you like to cover this part? Uh, go ahead, because I, I couldn't hear the okay, question. Okay, so, yeah. uh, so, yeah. uh, so the question is about uh, our target, target audience, right? Yeah, target audience. Uh, okay. So um, we, we are targeting, uh, right now we are targeting uh, mainly uh, NFT, uh, like an NFT and trading community, yeah. we'll say crypto native community, um, because these people uh, also have sedentary lifestyles and they have wallets. So, you know, uh, onboarding new people to, um, Web3 uh, is like opening crypto wallet. Yeah. So user experience, it, uh, I, would, I would say, is not smooth there in, uh, enough right now. Uh, though we are, we are aiming, so we, we know how to bring on board uh, people, Web2 people, right, who are not crypto native. But at the uh, beta stage, we are aiming to bring on board crypto native people, early adopter people, Usually they are like um, from 18 to 40, maybe. Um, so uh, may, uh, people who, who, who are familiar with uh, all the uh, Web3 technologies, they have wallets and so on and so forth. At the same time, they care about their health, their physical health, and they are interested in move to earn. All right, cool. That makes sense. So as we're, as we're on the crypto net, talking about crypto native people, we're talking about people on the web free space. I want you to explain, and probably Neri, you could probably explain this part is where does the blockchain technology actually come into this? Where does the NFTs, we talked about the technology in regards to it takes, it monitors your movement, but how are you using blockchain and NFT technology um, to, yeah, to reward people? Okay, so first of all, uh, wearables meant to be decentralized data sources. And in Web2, we didn't have so, uh, tools to, to utilize them in a decentralized manner, right? Now, with this shift, we are utilizing blockchain. It's like at the start, there is no way you can do everything on chain. So it's, it's, from semi-centralized way uh, implementation, we are moving towards fully decentralized. And here we have advantages again. With our technology, we are able to, I'm talking about long, long run, right? Uh, we are able to make the, uh, the insole, make your shoe to become a node in the blockchain right. and talk to the blockchain directly. Right now, it's not like that. So data comes to your app, to the phone, and phone talks to our backend server, which itself talks to the Oracle, and, and which talks to the, to the chain. Right, okay. Uh, but, but, but the next version will be, uh, I mean, the long-term version will be uh, more, uh, the most decentralized way will be your shoe talking to the chain or the or the oracle at least directly. Yeah. So just just to just to break that down before we go too much, just anyone listening just want to explain that. So the shoe talks to the app application. The app talks to the oracle. So the oracle is like a third party trusted application or center that holds this information, and it, it gives the information to the blockchain to be, to be recorded. Right? Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. Perfect. Absolutely. Wanted to go through that to make sure anyone listening understands the process. So. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the back end. Mm -hmm. On the front end, we are introducing three types of tokens: yeah. CTNFTs, connected tangible NFTs, yeah. 
right. it has the uh, look of smart shoe really cool art that is uh, allowing you giving you access to the app and giving you access to certain uh, functionalities in the app that we'll cover later the second is a fungible token we call it mod so to 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 allow uh, people to try our experience we opened the app for everybody who has phone or smartwatch whatever to start the app without owning Embry smart insoles right okay but the promise is that once you get the nft you start we'll ship you Embry insoles for free it's $250 worth. You are getting it for free once you reach level 32. So you use your phone, you use any wearable, but you are earning mod. So this is our first fungible token. We call it mod. And with these uh, uh, data sources that are not that reliable, that are cheatable, you earn mod. Yeah. But if you if you start with Embry Smart Insoles, once you receive Embry Smart Insoles, you are able to mine Emmets, which which is Embry Smart uh, Embry Move to Earn token. Right. So Embry Move to Earn token. So we have three tokens: NFTs, uh, Mod, and Embry Move to Earn token. Embry Move to Earn token is our main product, yeah. and Users can earn Embry Move to Earn token only by doing physical activity and only with uh, tracking with our insoles. Yeah. So there is no other way to get Embry uh, Embry Move to Earn tokens other than doing physical activity with our insoles. But it's not like random decision to uh, to say that you can earn only with our insoles. Uh, it's because. Uh, Right now, Embry Smart Insoles are the only variables that can track that like high accuracy uh, physical activity. So we can we we, the, we need to rely on the data to give that non fungible emit. Okay, so the, there's three different just to, uh, three different tokens. Is it three different? Obviously, the the Emret the Emrets, Emets is down to mm -hmm. movements. The MOT is is more of a would, would you consider it more of like a an easier onboarding process? So people that haven't got the, the, the insole, they still can take utilize the application. Are you saying that if they get to level three, you will get insole for free, send these out? Absolutely. So your insoles. Okay, so are they paying to use this application? Okay, so you you mean you mean the NFT? So uh, next means will be two souls. Okay. Uh, so you pay two souls. It's right now it's around sixty-two dollars or so. Yeah. And you once you get level thirty-two, you get two hundred fifty dollar Embry Smart insoles for free. Right. Because okay. you showed commitment, you did you you did physical activity. It it's matter of uh, the average with average pace you would get there in six weeks or so. That's still good. I I like, I like that whole approach. I mean. Whether it's marketing or just down to you're getting users, you're getting to be active to say, okay, if you put this effort in, this is going to be your reward. So it's giving them the the whole you're kind of training them how to use this application to get these first people, and then they by right they should carry on doing that to earn the reward, right? So we uh, we are rewarding people not only with crypto but also with physical products. Mm -hmm digital and physical goods. So we are, our plan is to open a in-app marketplace with yeah. physical and, uh, and digital goods. Uh, and with partnerships, we will be able to buy discounts like uh, uh, gym pass, health insurance, whatever, uh, only health and wellness related products. And, and, and maybe uh, some like, uh, um, uh, wearables and, and like shoes, uh, but all of them are all connected to your NFT. Wow. Okay. Also, it's worth mentioning that even when we track with wearables or we track with your phone, we are not using GPS. So, uh, like other products, they're using GPS to make sure that you are walking or doing some physical activity, but we are not using GPS at all, even 
uh, before 30 uh, seconds uh, level. So what, tell me, and I know you've highlighted that a few times, and that's obviously important, like a, a unit selling point from you, from you guys, but tell me why that, why do, what's the difference? I know they use it to to walking. So what tech have you got in your insole to enable you don't have to do that? How do you tell if somebody's running? How do you tell if somebody's jogging or they're even moving? I mean, how do you tell if somebody's just not at the insole and doing that and clapping it with their, their hands to say that they're doing steps? Because there's always people that are going to try and abuse the system, right? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to show some stuff here. Okay, let's see. So uh, you see this part? Yep. So, so there are sensors here and multiple sensors. So we, we do uh, sensor fusion and uh, our proprietary ML algorithms apply on them. Uh, we measure uh, the load under, uh, under your feet with very high frequency, like 100, 100 times per second. And also three axis acceleration with the same frequency. So uh, in order to, uh, to cheat our technology, we say you need to buy a humanoid robot from uh, Boston Dynamics and uh, hack our device to get the raw sensor data, feed the robot, teach him how to walk like you walk, and then you, you will be able to cheat our technology. Someone uh, has these abilities and this kind of money to invest on cheating. So we are happy to talk to them yeah. and report them, actually. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's, gonna, it's gonna take you a lot of effort um, to, to actually hack, you wanna say hack, hack the, the insole. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. So that's where, so there's a way, so it's down to you pick up, does it event, how does it pick up it straight away? Because different weights, different size feet and so on. How does it monitor that? How does it pick up? If you're running, I'm just trying to work out that because different people, different sizes, so it's going to be different. However, whatever your mind is, it's going to be different, isn't it? My me, my, me walking is going to be different to you walking. So what is it actually taking from that? And this is me being a bit of a geek to trying to understand the technology. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, actually, actually, uh, uh, early on, we, we started with uh, building a wearable scale. So yeah. right now our insoles also uh, weigh, weigh the users. So we have the user's weight. And, uh, and also uh, every user has a unique uh, walking pattern. Yeah. And uh, we are able to detect the, the user uh, with like 70% accuracy. So someone, someone uh, has to have uh, closer to you, weight, weight closer to you like Two three pounds closer to you, uh, foot size has to be uh, closer to you, and the walking pattern. So you might have the same genes, maybe your brother or your dad, something like that, to to uh, to be able to walk instead of you. So we measure weight, we measure the weight, we measure the acceleration and the load, everything, and with combination of the data allows us to detect even tiny moves like are you sitting or standing are you actually walking with a constant pace or it's just moving around even if you are like if you are not walking but someone walks for yourself uh, so uh, for you uh, in, in the end of the day they are doing physical activity so we are making sure that someone is doing the physical activity to meet that tokens. Okay. So it's right. not like cheating, cheating by uh, like uh, sticking them on your door or somewhere right. else using some tools to cheat the device. But someone should really walk in real life uh, to cheat. So we, we are okay with that as well. Okay. Even even if you buy, so so we want to make sure that even if you buy our tokens, you know, like you have ten MS in your wallet. Someone did physical activity for you to have these tokens. Yeah, someone did it. I mean, I leave my front, I leave my shoes at the front door. Sometimes my daughter puts them on and walks around in the house with them. So maybe they'll be counted as some uh, some some token points. But um, yeah, and no, I do understand where, where you're coming from. But I mean. 
just I'm, I think these are questions that people may ask because I guess yeah, if people are going to earn some type of rewards, there's got to be some kind of um, restriction around it, and you've got to be able to monitor it because if anyone is able to hack it, people will, and then that would become a problem, wouldn't it, down the line? So we're not actually doing what you want, what you guys want to happen, and people are getting rewarded for not actually doing any any movement. So um, yeah, but you've yeah, I think you've covered it with regard to what you talked about and how it works. Um, I just want to talk about you. You mentioned something called a proof of walk technology. So obviously that's a play around the whole proof of work, <laughs> proof of state. So yeah. like, what, 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 what is, is this? This is, is this what you're calling this technology proof of work? Was, is uh, that yeah, actually, uh, it's uh, like uh, early nudge uh, for our long term goals. Right. So we call it proof of work. Uh, work because right now it's proof of work, right? So we, we are able to reliably claim that this person did this much of activity. So we, we are kind of proof. So for our long-term partners, uh, insurances and health, health and wellness related uh, companies that will join the rewarding pool, they know that exactly this person did this physical activity because uh, uh, there are a lot of companies who own a lot of data. They were uh, like Fitbit doing partnership with insurances that failed because of technology. Technology didn't deliver. People would attach their Fitbits to their dogs, fans, drills, and whatever, and uh, add some steps. So uh, that's the core thing that, and the long-term thing is that I mentioned that we want uh, the shoe to become, to talk to the, uh, blockchain itself and uh, instead of uh, so uh, if we are going to mass adoption not every person is fired with gamification right though we are not a game we are gamified wellness on top of physical activity tracking but uh, still it's a gamification and not uh, all people are a fan of gamification uh, but uh, with this uh, people will be able to mine Embry move turn tokens without uh, participating in the game, just attaching a wallet and proving transactions like proof of work. And we can say like, if you do thousand steps or 100,000 steps, you are able to prove, uh, validate transactions and get rewarded for, for servicing the chain. Right, right. Okay, I understand. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I do. You talked a lot about the the gamification side of it, which is I understand not everyone's going to relate to that side, but I I do I do know that especially the younger generation that I think are going to be the future of what's of what's to come. Um, and really going to like this whole gamification. Like they used to play things like Roblox, Fortnite. They used to be rewarded for the behaviors too. Also, um, so let's talk about the metaverse avatars digital counterparts. So they say that instead of being rewarded yourself with something tangible that you can claim, uh, to say your avatar rewarded with booster points or I don't know, they can run faster in the game because based on how, how you've walked, how many steps you've taken, is this something that you guys are looking to do in the future or or, or you do now? No, go, go, no, go on, you, you answer this one. Yeah, I, I really love this question. I, I think it is a guess, not a question, uh, because like uh, this concept and this project allows us to create a kind of real connection between real life and metaverse, because um, besides having like 3D versions of our shoes, uh, we, can, we can kind of empower avatars of people based on their physical activity in real world in, like imagine uh, you're running every day uh, and your avatar gets stronger because you have trustworthy connection between your uh between your variables like variable shoes uh smart shoes and your avatar it, it can become kind of a game changing in this space because now they're kind of uh, not connected. Even if uh, some metaverse things has their uh, physical representation, they are not connected. 
So you can't change your avatar or you can't change uh, something in real life based on that connection. But we are bringing that new concept kind of uh, empowering and making stronger your avatars in metaverse based on your physical activity in real world. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. so, in addition, uh, sorry, uh, I, I would like to add a small, small comment. So in addition, uh, right now, you know, uh, people do not level up their shoes as in other projects. They level up their avatar strength, which then will become part of their avatar parameters. Uh, so and and we see that uh, shoe is just a, a tool, right, to do the physical activity, and you can't breach shoes, right? So, <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. So so we we believe the shoe is a tool uh, that is providing you um, uh, like it's a fashion, it's a, a tool for running or jogging, whatever. But but uh, so. It's not part of you. Uh, no matter how good shoe you have, uh, it's not uh, that you become more more physically act like more healthy, right? You you have to do the physical activity. So in our game, uh, if you have a level, that means you did physical activity. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That makes complete sense. I'm thinking, in like as as you're talking, I'm just thinking. I remember when I used to play like games like Warcraft or them strategy games and there was there was levels uh, you had to get to different um, levels to build the next side of it and i think adding this aspect, this aspect of it and being able to generate points with your movements and you only can get to certain levels based on what you've done in real life is actually doing the work in real life to build these fortresses in the game which i think that will just kids will just <laughs> they will just do that naturally like and i think if we get that kind of behavior we'll get everybody moving like from a young age, which is will be life changing for everybody. I think it'd be amazing um, for the world. And this is what I feel like Web3 is about embrace technology to change the world. Um, and something that you guys are doing is, I think that will be definitely possible. And so I'm, I'm excited uh, to, to see what you guys are going to be doing next. Um, so we, we talked about different counterparts, we talked about the metaverse. Because you guys have invented the technology with the insole. I'm sure you're going to be able to like, I don't know if you talk about the collaborations that you have in place now, but I'm sure it can be endless, especially when it comes to fashion, uh, to collaborate with these brands such as like Nike and Artifacts, obviously they are doing really good in space, Adidas, I know that um, Gucci, Balenciaga, they've done things around games. So are these the kind of people you're speaking to? Is this your, your entry point to, uh, to work with these guys? Uh... Uh, unfortunately, we can't bring uh, names. Uh, we are under NDAs uh, with <laughs> uh, with couple of couple of top three to five uh, companies. Uh, so we, 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 we sorry. Are they fashion companies? Are we talking fashion companies? I, I'm talking about shoe brands. Like, shoe brands. Okay. Okay. Cool. And, and and also uh, we are talking with. Uh, watch brands like closely uh, again under NDA we are talking to telcos mm -hmm. and preparing something uh, very exciting about that so so uh, we have been uh, around uh, too long and made a lot of connections <laughs> that, that, that's amazing and and this um have you how big is your team at the moment um you got quite a big team uh, well, uh, the core team is now 11, mem uh, 11 people, but uh, overall, uh, we are uh, about 20 with consultant advisors, community managers, and so on. Altogether, we are 20 member team now. And what's actually, the next we, we onboarded, uh, Sorry, uh, actually, we onboarded uh, as an advisor, uh, Talar from Metaplex, head of Rose, and uh, we have... Uh, uh, we have an investor from uh, Twitter, like XVP uh, of technology. So uh, we are kind of uh, well-staffed and strength. So uh, yeah, we can call them a team because they are they are part of the team. Yeah, yeah. One thing I haven't talked about, which is uh, I don't know, I'm glad I just remembered that. Make your like okay. Then the big thing you mentioned earlier on services. Um, uh, 
privacy, uh, reliable, reliable data. Uh, now, day two obviously is massive within the Web2 world, capturing data and, and monetizing that. Now, you guys at the moment, you're, you're capturing this data and you're rewarding people. Now, is there going to be a case that users will, are you going to monetize, are you going to sell this data to third parties at, at one case? And if, they, if you do, can users monetize off these two also? So if, I, if I'm, you're, if you're using my data, am I going to be able to make money with this in the future? I love I love this question. This is a great question. So um, so uh, two two things. Uh, first, uh, you, the data uh, is stored in the metadata of your NFT. Yeah. So the owner of the data is the user. So we are we are not in a position to trade trade their data. So uh, in uh, in long term, uh, if someone wants to like, if you used one F NFT for a year and you collected a lot of data there, and you want to trade that, you are selling your data. Uh, so so you are trading your data, right. and on top of that you can monetize your data actually without giving away your data that's why you are you are earning embry mufter and tokens so right. that's why we are using uncheatable technology so if you have thousand embry mufter and tokens you can you can tell someone hey i i got thousand embry mufter and tokens i assure you i did physical activity but i don't want to show you uh, which activities I did, uh, when I did those activities, what time of date, where, in which location, so on and so forth. I just can assure you that I did physical activity. So we are kind of abstracting the data from the metadata, right? So you don't, you don't, you are, you, you, you are not trading uh, your data as, as, as the data. You are trading the, uh, the, uh, compound compound of your data, right? That that assures that you did some physical activity. So so there are different levels of of trading the data, and all levels are are uh, owned by the user. Right, right. So what's the difference? Eventually, so, sorry. Eventually, we are like uh, a modern is going to become a DAO, decentralized autonomous organization, and if if even if some user come together and want to trade their data in a centralized manner, like all together to one entity. That's also okay, like matter of voting, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And so what I want to know is, in regards to earning the emits, the, the actual tokens, and you can say that I can prove that I've done these movements, who, what kind of company would be interested in that data? Um, yeah, who like based on your experience, your experience, could you tell me that? Uh, okay, so there, there, uh, we identify uh, categories of companies or all entities, I would say, legal entities that would be interested in in your data in different levels. For example, your employer might be interested if you got physical activity but they don't they are not interested which kind of activity so we see that this business model exists uh, companies uh, give uh, like uh, compensation for gym passes but they don't know whether you attended or you did what kind of activities you did in the in a gym right but they pay the gym pass so now they will buy embry tokens from you and they 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 know exactly you did a physical activity right this is one thing another thing is that insurance the insurance might be interesting in a specific data right not embry moving tokens but your nft that contains more information about what kind of activities you did and so on and 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 also governments. Governments spend a lot of money in prevention, in, in preventive health, uh, physical well-being, and so on. So governments uh, also also are not interesting what specifically you did, but are interested uh, of like generally population being more physically active. So we might run some government uh, initiatives that that are uh, buying emits and burning. To make sure their population is doing physical activity. 
Right, right. So if you, are you guys are going to, as a bet, are you guys potentially going to put together these proposals to for your community? So rather case, okay, I'm not going to get in contact with the government and say, do you want to buy my data? But you may, if you go, <laughs> you, you may go, look, the government, this, this entity would like this much information from the community. Who would like to trade that and reward to receive? Absolutely. So uh, our promise is that we will we'll do business development for the community. We'll, we'll work on that. So uh, next round we are raising is all about that. We are setting up a business development teams and dependent on, on the number of users in certain country, we'll prioritize the countries and go after one, one another to get business partners who will be doing localized initiatives uh, like that yeah i love that i love i love that um the, the concepts and i thought that okay we, we're talking about walking and jogging and being healthy but one thing i always i say that in countries like third world countries like in africa where people have to walk to get water uh or, or go or to feed themselves and imagine these guys being able to monetize them walking being able to get food that would be just a great thing that would um, that hasn't been, I haven't seen anywhere. Like, so I'd love to see that in the future. Um, you guys go yeah. and see if that works. Sp speaking of the uh, how we can utilize this technology for, for the good of the community, is that we are also going to provide white, white labeled solutions for other NFT projects. And we, we introduced this new kind of uh, term that we call active staking. So you you are familiar with staking, right? You you lock your tokens somewhere, and and they it it generates you passive income, right? So now uh, let uh, let's say like uh, Board Ape or Digots, whatever projects like well known projects, we give them a solution that uh, new utility comes to their NFTs. We can be, there can be co-branded insoles and NFTs and people will uh, stake their tokens, but uh, they will move, they, they will have to do physical activity so they get uh, rewards from, from staking. Yeah. Uh, if they don't do physical activity, staking is just saving the tokens somewhere it, it's not generating any any income yeah. so it's this is something we are working uh, it's uh, it's much closer than the other ones i was talking the government you know it will take years to to get on board but but yeah we are planning uh, to do a lot a lot of this kind of activities to for for the community benefits okay and is there any i mean one thing when we talk about nfts and there's always talk about royalties um, is there any aspects of royalties involved within the entities that we can buy? Yeah, so uh, uh, we, we have uh, seven to six percent royalties uh, for, uh, from the NFT trading. So if the users sell uh, NFTs to each other, uh, soon we'll open the marketplace for that. So we'll get the uh, royalties royalties will go mainly to support the future development of the of the community and the project but do the, the, the sellers uh, earn any royalties so if i'm a, if I'm a safety market if i bought an NFT and i at least and i sell it on do i get anything uh, down the line or the the current i guess you guys are the greatest one here so you guys will get your royalties from there but as a secondary as a person that's selling it on a secondary market do i get anything for that uh, do do you get royalties for for the uh, NFT trading? Yeah, for trading. So let's, even if we go down to the whole idea that we talked about the data side of it. If I'm selling it, if I'm if I'm selling my uh, emet to tokens to the government and then they sell it on down the line, am I going to get royalties for that too? Also, it's not just a one sale uh, thing. Yeah. This that's that's a very interesting point we didn't think about that thanks for mentioning that we will we'll think about that well well we do we do build in public you know you saw our linkedins we we, we we were posting now we are discussing everything in our discord so join our discord let's discuss this with the community this is a great idea 
would love to cook this idea furthermore. Yeah, it just, I mean, this is what we, we, we that lots of people talk about. I mean, is it something that's going to work? We don't know, but this is it's something that can be put in from the beginning. Like, it'd be amazing. Because let's face it, this is what happens. Okay, the, the, even if we make a little bit of money off the first sale, if they go and sell it for millions after that, then it's, you don't get anything for that. It's once again, it's defeating your objects of uh, being rewarded. Yeah, yeah I, I hear you. I, I hear you. Uh, that's, a, that's a great idea. Let's discuss it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We have very active members, so we need to discuss this on our Discord. Yes. Well, well, I'll, Next time the link after, I'll, I'll jump in and I'll, I'll definitely get involved in that conversation and see what the outcome is that, of that. Um, but guys, I want to know, before we kind of round it off, and um, I want to know a bit more about yourselves. Um, I mean, you're in NFT space, you come from a Web2 space, but have you been buying any NFTs? I mean, Nera, yourself, have you buying NFTs? Have you any uh, well, uh, I, uh, I own, I, I own uh, Stepan. Okay. Okay. I got like I did whole cycles like buying the NFT, breeding the NFT, trading the NFT, leveling up to to the max level, like uh, uh, going mm -hmm. through the chains and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a Stephen user as well, and also like a few others. So yeah, um, as I'm responsible for all UX and uh, also art, I I have to do it <laughs> to see like. What what is missing there, and what we can do, and what we can add uh, to make the experience like uh, greater. I love that, and I think it's important to see what the competition is doing, um, and to understand it. Well, actually, we we uh, it's worth mentioning that uh, towards our campaign, uh, which is fifteenth September. Uh, we are uh, giving away uh, a lot of uh, cool NFTs from other projects, either collaborations or one side for like we like the project, we just buy the NFTs and give away on our Twitter and Discord. So I would highly encourage everybody to follow our Twitter and join the Discord. And we are doing like every 24 hours, we, we do give away uh, cool, cool NFTs. So check that out project you're talking about like uh, what uh we did we gave away shrimp uh shrimps uh we gave away um centuries we gave away uh, uh right now we are giving away uh eternal dragons eternal dragons okay all right cool and and actually some of some of them got got uh like the moment we we bought them for giveaway, they were like uh, two or three souls and they got up to 19 souls. So I would highly encourage to participate in there. <laughs> if anyone attempts to uh, kind of um, yeah, 10x and make a lot of money um, and the giveaway, that'd be great. Uh, so make sure you join the Twitter, which we'll get that, make sure we take that before we, we end the podcast. Uh, just to kind of round it off, this is a question I always ask, uh, so I don't prepare for this, but I, I feel like I want to get, I'll actually both individually. Um, I want you to look into the future, around 10 years from now, uh, and I want you to tell me how, what does the world look like involving the Web3 and NFT space, not only around your build in regards to new work, but everything else. Uh, so you wake up in the morning, I want you to describe what's the first thing you do involving the world of Web3. So I'll, I'll start with Neri. You can say first how what you vision it, vision it to be like um, just for little splares for like forty five seconds. So you wake up in the morning, the alarm goes off, then what? Uh, I imagine the world in like 10, 15 years be more fair, and especially from the consumer and user side, because like now we are we are paying too much uh, to the centralized companies. Uh, as a user, we are paying with our data, we are paying with our time and money. So uh, in 10 years, I, uh, I believe people uh, be more uh, active, healthy and uh, more wealthy because of that, uh, because of cutting that costs between like centralized companies and uh, giving users and people to choose uh, how, where and whom to sell their data. 
so hopefully Web3 will solve that big issue. Okay, okay, like that. Brought it back round to the, the company, but I love yeah. it. What about yourself? I would say we'll see more more uh, distribution of wealth yeah. uh, in terms of economic model because Web3 is changing the whole uh, value chain of economic model between different uh, classes, right? Uh, and uh, the next thing is that we see more, more and more uh, Web2 companies moving to Web3. Right. So um, uh, we could definitely see that. This, and uh, uh, I, I would say not only technology companies, but also consumer brands, and we will follow the big, big brands. Um, and and uh, in terms of um, lifestyle change, I would say uh, uh, smartphone will, uh, uh, will um, uh, give some uh, will uh, give some functionalities of uh, uh, some functionalities to wearables. So eventually, smartphone as a form factor, I believe, uh, will disappear, and uh, all functionalities will be divided into into wearables. But but this is not in ten years. In ten years, wearables will have more functionalities than today and i would say like every smartphone has a camera today right every shoe will have built-in technology and that will be connected to your digital space to your avatar more tightly than ever before so right now uh, we are like digital space is a little bit bubbled but I see in 10 years uh, more connection between physical and digital. Why? Because we are we, we humans are physical creatures, right? We love to interact, we love to touch, we love to uh, exchange, right? And, and, and whatever we create is, is solving some, some, uh, some problem or satisfying some need of ours. So we can't create uh, digital worlds for sake of having digital worlds. Like we, we will create something that is giving something back into the real world. So in that sense, uh, we are starting new movement, connecting the digital representation of products to physical representation. And in next 10 years, we'll see more companies doing this. This is not uh, our, our, only our thing. This is not one company thing. This is matter of movement. Yeah, no, I agree too. That's amazing. So, okay, two interesting uh, points of views, but I do agree with both of them and where we're going. I do hope to see that in the future. And I believe you guys are going to play a big part in that. Um, but just to round off, where can I find both of you individually? Anyone wants to contact you guys to find out a bit more about, obviously, the platform or even potentially want to collaborate with you guys and work with you guys in the future? Um, we'll start with Nerez. Where can where we can find you, Nerez? Um, actually, I'm active on LinkedIn or on Twitter, uh, and uh, yeah, Discord may be the best way right now because uh, Discord is boiling right now, especially uh, modern Discord. Yeah. Uh, but LinkedIn and Twitter is the a good way to to be on in the contact. Yeah. What What's LinkedIn name and Twitter and a Twitter name? Uh, LinkedIn is Nare Gevorkian, like my name, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and Twitter is, uh, let, let me share it, like. I'll put it, yeah. in, the, I'll put it in the comments below, not to worry. Okay. <laughs> I'll definitely put okay. it in the captions. So I'll make yeah. sure, so this, Discord, yeah. Twitter, and LinkedIn, yeah? Perfect. Yeah. What, about, <laughs> what about yourself, Sergis? Oh, well, uh, uh, I'm using more uh, WeChat. I'm, I'm kidding, like, uh, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere, you know, building a hardware company means like you are talking to every part of the world, supply chain, everything. So I use every messenger yeah. and every social media, almost all of them. So, but, but, but yeah, like again, I'm active on Twitter. It's uh, my name. Uh, TikTok, right? <laughs> you are not using TikTok, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. If I want TikTok, yeah, uh, not that one. Oh, okay, so there are new ones I'm not using. So uh, yeah, Sarkis K uh, is my nickname, uh, username in Twitter. 
my name and surnames Arkis Karapetian in uh, uh, in LinkedIn, uh, and, and of course uh, I'm all the time. So I'm the one more engaged with the community in Discord. So so happy to have you on Discord. Love that. Uh, well, guys, thank you for coming on today and sharing knowledge and sharing what you plan to do in the future and the amazing things you've already done. Uh, so exciting, and I think it's something exciting you're going to bring to the NFT space and Web3 space as a whole. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed it, listening or watching, and everyone go follow them and pay attention because I think this is going to be the next big thing, guys. So everyone stay listening and stay blessed.